Hey there, and welcome to the Glow Getter Podcast. I'm Lissa Yannick, a therapist turned life coach and two-time cancer thriver. But mostly, I'm just like you. I want to pursue a happier, more vibrant life every single day. From mindsets that transform adversity into opportunity to attainable life hacks that motivate and inspire, here we'll learn together how to live big, bold, and free. Hello, and welcome back to the Glow Getter Podcast. Today is an episode that is long overdue. Full disclosure, I have recorded this episode four times, and each time I am just like, just don't know that that captures what I wanted to say. So here we go. Number four, Uh, as a heads up, I just want you to know that this is a very faith, spirituality, religion heavy episode. If you are not ready for that, if you're not interested in that, um, by all means, go ahead and skip over this episode and hop right into a different episode. No worries. Um, I, I never want to pressure someone to believe what I believe. I am really intentional with surrounding myself with people who think differently than I do, who challenge what I think, um, and really respecting and embracing their perspective. Um, So I just hope that you will do the same for me today. Um, but I, I just feel like this is such a huge piece of my life that I just can't even continue to go on without it because I, I, you know, a big, a big part of my faith, I, I don't believe in, I believe in being open. So if people are asking questions, I love answering questions. I love curiosity. It doesn't have to be like, um, perfectly worded or, you know, sugarcoated. Like I, I love interacting and engaging with other people. So all that to say, um, you know, you're, I want you to know from the beginning that your curiosity is welcome here, that this doesn't have to look picture perfect, but that I'm sharing this because I get a lot of questions around how I maintain the attitude that I do. And, um, especially with the life experiences that I've had having cancer twice, why I'm not scared to die, how I live so freely. And it all comes down to one thing, and that is my faith. And so I, I'm i sharing this for those of you who have been asking me that question. I am a Christian. I believe that Jesus Christ is the one and only way to heaven, that his grace covers all my sins that through his blood, I'm healed and I'm free and that he walks with me, that he gives me peace. And so that is really the basis of everything that I do, um, how I see the world, how I see and treat other people. I believe that we are all created in the image of God, that we all have innate worth just from that fact alone And so my faith affects 
literally every single facet of my life. I grew up in the church. I attended a Christian college. I have always believed in God, but I want to be clear and say, I've always believed in God, but I've always had questions. I've always been curious. I've always, um, I'm big on my life, like being my own, you know, my thoughts being my own, my beliefs being my own. Like I've never wanted to do something or believe something just because that's how I grew up or that was the norm or that was what was expected of me. I've always wanted to really own, I guess, like my life and own the way I live. And so I, in college, did some exploration just around, um, you know, asking a lot of questions and going to a Christian college. It actually was really helpful because I had a lot of those questions just naturally answered, like in class, a lot of the like civ arts classes. So that helped me a lot. But I wouldn't say, I feel like my, I would have said before cancer that my faith became my own, like in college. And I definitely became, I think, a more well-rounded, well-read um, believer. And I've always, my, my main way of experiencing God is through general revelation. And so that means like seeing his hand, like in nature, feeling like, sensing him like through music and a sunrise or a sunset and the love of another person. Like I believe that God like reveals himself through nature most perfectly and most beautifully. And I just, that's something I've always experienced. Um, but there's also special revelation, which is sort of learning the Bible more. <laughs> and, and that's definitely like an area of growth for me, but my husband, um, leans more towards special revelation. So we kind of complement each other a little bit. Like I kind of get him like in his feelings and he kind of gets me like in my head, you know? So, um, but the real moment when I would say I had this like sense of God is 4,010% real was when I was first diagnosed, I, was sitting on a bench outside of a restaurant and I had just gotten um, a biopsy and my parents were in town visiting. So we were out to lunch with my brother and they were like, Hey, weren't you supposed to get a call on your biopsy today? And I literally hadn't even thought about it. That's how little I was concerned and how little my doctors were also concerned. And so I checked my phone. I'd missed four calls and I went out, made the phone call and, you know, I was told it is breast cancer. And I don't know what it was about this, but when she, when my doctor told me, you know, there's so many things you can do. I know you and Jay want to have children. There's so many things you can do with IVF and adoption and they can like freeze your body so that the chemo doesn't attack you know, your reproductive system. And I don't know what it was about that, but it was almost like the image that comes to mind is, you know, when you get like something with a battery in it and you pull like the plastic piece and like the item turns on, 
it was like that comment was just like panic inducing. I was like completely just suffocating in panic. And I had this moment, it was so strange where it was like, I was mid panic. And you know, when you're naturally coming out of a panic mode, it sort of like fades, but like it was an immediate like turn off of the panic and like sense of peace. And I just knew in that moment, like this is what people talk about with like, you know, fear not like for I am with you. And that God was with me, like filling me with this supernatural peace that there was absolutely no reason for me to have in that moment. I had everything ahead of me, hard decisions, grueling surgeries, grueling treatment, uncertainty with, oh, you know, what was going to happen with this cancer, if I was going to survive, like so many questions. And I felt complete peace. And it's one of those moments when people ask me about my faith, like, I, it's so hard because I want, I, I want everyone to be able to have that experience because it's, it's even just talking about it. It doesn't convey the certainty and the surety that I felt in that moment. Like it doesn't convey it at all. And I want people to have that experience, but I don't want them to have to go through what I went through to get there. And, um, it like still, obviously you can hear it in my voice. It moves me. That story is actually one of the reasons I recorded the episode again. I got so emotional on the first one. I was like, I don't think I can publish this. Um, so that's like the moment that I knew that God was 4,000% real. Like I was so sure. And I've had several moments since then where I've just felt his presence, like so unmistakenly, like I know that he's with me. Um, and so all of these things like help me so much to live fully. Like I'm not distracted by a fear of death because I'm confident in the eternal purpose behind all of these things, behind suffering, behind, you know, pain. Like I know that God loves me. Like he, like a father loves a child even more so. And that he would never want me to go through something if there wasn't purpose in it. And I know that's a hard thing to say. And I don't say that lightly in any sense of the, of the way. I know that it seems right now, like, of course she can say that, you know, like she's been declared cancer free twice. She has like, you know, I, I feel like I have a great life. I'm grateful for my life, but I felt the same way and said the exact same thing when I didn't know the outcome. And I still say it. I still don't know the outcome. I literally just got off the phone to confirm a scan that I have tomorrow. When you're listening to this, the scan has already happened. <laughs> I record way in advance. But, you know, I'm still knee deep in uncertainty. Everyone is. It's not just me. But I have full faith that nothing I experience will be wasted, that any time on earth is bonus time for me. Like, and that heaven is coming and that when I go to heaven, I will have a healed body. Like I will never have to think about cancer again. 
I will never have to make a plan and and have that link that lingering feeling will never happen again where I'm like, well, maybe will I be here then? You know, I I don't know. And I, I want to clarify like that it's so important when we talk about these things to be accurate with our emotions. I'm not scared to die. I am scared of what death can be like, the pain that you can feel. I've watched too many people go through it that have been through similar things as I. Like, you know, I I am afraid of that. I'm afraid of the pain that it causes the people that I love, even though they know, you know, that I'll be in heaven. Like, I know I'm afraid of those things. And I'm sad that I'm thinking about this. I'm sad that I have to think about this in my early 30s and in my late 20s. I'm sad. Like, that's something that I grieve. But I'm also, in a weird way, like, thankful for the experiences that it's brought me. Because a lot of the way that I live now, I would not be doing if I didn't have that, like, pressure and that hot breath of, like, death at my neck all the time. Like, I would never be doing what I'm doing. We wouldn't have seen the way, seen the things that we've seen together and traveled. Jay and I wouldn't have explored the way that we have (laughs) like YOLO'd so hard. There's so many decisions that we've made and things that we've done in favor of living fully that we wouldn't have done before. We would have held back because the pressure wasn't there. So not being afraid to die frees me to give energy to fully living. It frees me to say, okay, I got a clean scan. I get, let's do these six months hard. (laughs) Let's see what I can get done in six months. Can I launch a podcast? Going to launch a podcast. Am I going to start an email list? Doing that. Adding a new arm to my business? I want to do that. You know, exploring this, going here, sure. Buy a house? Yes. You know, like do, do it, do it, do it, do it. Like if it's a good decision for you, of course, like don't do something that's not a good decision for you based on your circumstances. But if it's feasible and you can do it and you have the pressure of mortality, like you're going to say yes. And so I live fully and I take my life very seriously. Many of you know that I just finished um, the Living Forward book. I've written out like my will um, my obituary. Um, and I read that over regularly, not because, I mean, I don't really care if someone actually uses it, but it's mostly for me to make sure that, okay, am I living in a way that reflects that today? Am I making decisions and doing things with my time today that reflects that? And it helps me to be so intentional. Like I'm thinking in my late twenties and what should be you know, the first quarter of my life about legacy, about influence, about stewarding my time wisely, about making memories. Like these are things that a lot of people don't start thinking about and reflecting on until they're retired. And I'm like starting it now and I wouldn't change a thing. And I know Jay wouldn't change a thing. It's affected him the most. (laughs) Because I'm like, so how do we feel about this trip? How do we feel about doing this? Like, 
you know, it's pushed both of us to really like consider seriously what matters most to us in life and how we're going to live it out because we're not afraid of death. And we recognize that this life is so short and fleeting that the pain of this life is so short and fleeting that like, let's make the most of it because, you know, in heaven, I'm going to be singing to God forever. So let's do this right now. You know what I'm saying? So I hope this answers some questions. I certainly never want to be like glib about this. It's kind of a hard thing to address because I think faith is something so personal to people and it's a hard thing to prove, you know, um, but I want you to know that if you're listening to this right now and you have questions, please DM me. You, your questions are welcome here. They don't have to be worded well. They don't have to be sugar-coated. Like I'm here to engage and to, you know, be honest with you. If I don't know the answer, I'll tell you I don't know the answer. I want you to know like your mess is welcome here. Come like after you've wrestled in the mud. I don't want like, and you know, you don't have to, ask the softball questions like but i do think it's important to have that like wrestling experience with god and with yourself and what you believe and asking questions like get gritty get yourself dirty and get yourself muddy and i want you to know you're welcome here muddy so um this is what i believe and i'm it's changed everything for me the freedom that i experience and the hope I have in my future, the perspective that I have of my reality, like it has changed absolutely everything. And I'm, I think it's really the only thing that has made experiencing or the most important thing that has made experiencing everything and all the uncertainty that I've experienced feel somewhat manageable. Like, I don't know. I say to Jay all the time, I can't imagine walking through this, through anything that makes you face mortality head on without, without my faith, without believing what I believe, without knowing in, in the promise of the gospel. So I just like, my heart is just filled with compassion and a absolutely bottomless depth of gratitude. Um, so I hope this answers some questions. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Well, that was fun. Want to dive deeper together? To learn more about working one-on-one -on -one or get my complimentary golden guide, check out my website at lissianic.com. To see what I'm up to on the daily, find me on Insta at Lissianic. Until next time, let's glow.